0: Hey guys! Another California Hunts Radio. We're going to be talking about Santa's reindeer and their names. You'd be surprised how things have changed over the years, and what the meaning of their names are. I'll be right back. Hey everybody, how you doing? Oh my god, my hat's crooked. Look at this, man. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be here. Look at that. Jack's always falling over, isn't he? They said to stuff this with toilet paper and I think I'm going to. Oh look, no. now they're waving. Okay, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you have a paranormal need we can help you it might take us a while to get to you california is a huge state you don't realize it you know when people think of california they think of the of beaches just like hawaii right they think of beaches and surfers well it's like that but there's also a lot of rural areas there's mountains you got desert you got everything california has everything now california could break off and be a, and, and be its own like world state like the united states is be its own continent but in the case and in, 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 in the case that we don't get out to you in time, because it might take us a couple days, we have psychics on staff who could help us with that and that they'll call you and talk to you and discuss your situation. And if it if it is paranormal, what is up with Sally? Looks great, but Sally looks crooked, doesn't she? She looks weird. Uh <laughs> little things like that. I've got OCD, little things like that get to me. Um But in the case that we can't get out to you right away, they'll talk to you and if it is paranormal, they can in most cases calm things down enough until we get out there to deal with whatever's happening okay so look us up we're on facebook and you can find us on facebook at california haunts california haunts radio california haunts paranormal investigation team california haunts ghostly events and the sacramento seers s-e-e-r-s shoot us a message we are also on twitter under california haunts and we're over at TikTok under california haunts you can find us on TikTok under California Haunts Radio as well. And we're on Instagram as um, it's goes to gal, lowercase. And we're on Twitch as Cal Hunts. You can also find us at meetup, meetup.com at California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team. And, of course, we have our YouTube site at youtube.com forward slash at California Haunts Radio. Quick reminder for everybody over here that has a TikTok account. I will be going, as soon as this show is over, I will be switching to TikTok and that will be 8.15 p.m. Pacific. I got to get things set up over there. I'm going to be switching to Studio A, the big studio, and I'm going to build out another gingerbread house on TikTok tonight. So uh, give me until around 8.15 Pacific time tonight to get everything organized over there to do this build. I'm really excited about it because I had purchased three gingerbread houses. I had two smaller ones and a large one and i'm going to be building the large one tonight so join me for that because you never know what's going to happen over there you never know how the cameras are going to work because that uh, internet there's not the best but uh we'll do our best okay we'll do our best to, to build this thing out and you can help me you know give me suggestions of how we should do it and uh I, th- I think we're gonna have a good time we had a good time the other night when i did it you know for facebook and youtube i think we're gonna have a good time we're gonna have a great time so uh, join us over there again if you if, if you haven't found us already over on TikTok, we are California Haunts on TikTok. All right. Tomorrow night, we're not going to be in the studio. We're going to we're, we're going to broadcast live from Sacramento's Sacramento Theater of Lights. Now, uh, I, I, I did this stuff at Disneyland, so hopefully, my experience from doing that, my I got to thank Carrie Peoples because she was very patient with me with all the gear I was carrying. So hopefully, I learned my lessons at Disneyland, and it and it goes smooth, and uh, you guys can see what's going on. I've uh, got it tentatively scheduled for 6.30 p.m. Pacific. I do have one of my producers going out there with me tomorrow. So she gets off work. Uh, We've got to figure that out. And sometimes it's hard to park. So there's two shows. There's an early show and a later show. So we could end up on you know, attending either show depending on the parking situation in Old Sacramento. But we will definitely be there at the Theater of Lights. Or what will happen is if it's too packed up, we will take off and go to what they call the fabulous 40s here in town, where they really deck their houses out, and we'll do the Christmas light tour then. But I hope, you know, I, I think we're going to be at the, pretty much sure at the theater lights tomorrow. Okay, that being said, I had a friend that uh, told me about this topic that I'm going to cover tonight, and it never really occurred to me, you know, to look at Santa and look at Santa's reindeer. But uh, when I started doing research, uh, you know, every Friday Nancy comes in here. She's got like 15, 20 pages worth of information that she's reading off of. Well, as I started to dive into this research, I realized that I was going to have at least eight, nine pages to pull information from. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to go page by page. I'm going to give credit where credit is deserved, you know, to these pages. And uh, we'll just go and just look at the information. In fact, the first part I have is the history of Santa, the history of Santa's reindeer. Um, a little bit of that came up last night when I was reading that Uh History book, and um, something that caught my eye with that was that the lapse in Lapland, back in the you know back in the old olden times, you know, because that book was written in 1908. So back in the olden times, uh, the the authors stated that the lapse didn't believe or, or didn't have anything like Santa Claus, or there was there was nothing like that there. Well, that's that's all changed. My, modern times. Lapland is is, uh, just below the Arctic Circle. So their big uh, claim to fame now, and you can go online and Google this, is that Santa's Village is up there. They have a hotel. They have a whole village built out of Santa Claus. You can go all year round and take your kids and visit Santa Claus and the reindeer. And it's interesting, like I said, because when when you read that other book that we read last night, it specifically said, no, 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 they they didn't believe in, 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 in that stuff. But uh, Lapland, I've been, you know—that would be you know, being me and who I am. I would love to hop a plane and go to Lapland and see it, because that's old-timey Santa, right? So I would love to do that. And so that Santa is, in fact, up there. That, thats where Santa lives, right at the Arctic Circle. So I'm just saying. So you know, that's how things change over the years. This thing with the names of the reindeer is interesting because each name means something, all right? It may be a, you know, there may be a name for that reindeer in a different language, which is something I found out. And then you know, we'll get into that later in the show here. But they also have meanings, just like maybe maybe your name's meaning. I have a friend named Autumn. Right? Does that make sense? Heather, you know, people like that that have names like that that have meanings. And this is the same thing for Santa's reindeer, their meanings. I also found out that, you know, uh, a visit from St. Nicholas, which is what, what we know as the night which was the night before Christmas, wasn't the only uh, thing written for the holidays. There's a you know the, 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 there's one other thing that was written, and uh, the the reindeer name and that one are completely is completely different from what we know from a Visit from St. Nicholas, right? And then you've got Disney factoring in Disney and their Santa Claus series. You got that factoring in, and there's also you know they added a reindeer, so there's so there's a new reindeer in town. So we're going to start talking about that stuff, and I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I'm going to read this stuff, okay, because it was just so much to try and jot it down. I didn't have time. I'm working my real job this this past week, you know, as as a journalist, photojournalist, so I really did not have time to write those, to work on those stories and put all this information together. It was just overwhelming. So um, this is what I'm just going to read off this stuff, so just bear with me with it. But I think you're going to uh, be fascinated by By what comes out of it especially if you're a history buff i have someone in my chat room let's see who's visiting me this evening shall we see karen clark it's karen everybody go hi karen did you hear that karen everybody said hi karen i even forgot to put my banner on look at that i'm way ahead of myself i'm just yakking away here should i get the right one yeah okay so here we go and i'm going to start with the history and i'm going to have to enlarge this because as you guys know, I'm blind as a bat. So this is from A to Z, from AZ Animals. This is the AZ Animal page. and I might even put my reading glasses on for this because, well, I'm old and blind. So let's do this. I'm gonna read directly off of it. I'll read some of this and then I'll dictate. there we go. Ah, there we go. So here we go. Okay, if you grew up in a place where Christmas is celebrated, there's a decent chance that you've heard the song or at least the story of Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But it turns out that Rudolph is only one of the more recent additions in mythology that dates back to the time before Christmas was even celebrated. The story of how Santa and his famous retinue of reindeer became a core part of Christmas tradition is more tangled than you might initially think. This is what I found out during my research. While Christmas has become a, Christ, a Christian religious holiday for many people, its history shows it to be more of a mixture of mythology, solstice celebration, and a suave advertising campaign. A study of the history involved shows that the reason for the season can be just about anything you want, depending on your beliefs. Reindeer in the Old World. And again, this is from A.D. Animals. Let me position this so I can I can read without blowing it out. You know the guy that invented touchscreens is is like a saint to me i love it love it love it love it because for old people with old eyes the touch screen is where it's at okay so here we go reindeer in the old world hope i got got my eggnog here too let me suck down some eggnog many of the old christmas traditions that we celebrate today weren't created from anywhere but instead developed as a synthesis of Christian doctrine with the pagan traditions that preceded them. Reindeer appear frequently throughout the mythology and history of the Arctic peoples. As one of the most prodigious sources of food and one of the last animals to be truly domesticated in the north, the reindeer, also known as the caribou, remember Polar Express, (laughs) were often treated with both reverence and a sense of mystery. Cultures racing, uh, raging as far afield as Mongolia, Canada, and Scandinavia feature reindeer prominently throughout their legends and stories. And it's also through a secondhand understanding of these tales that the reindeer would become closely associated with Santa Claus. Did you guys know this too? The Olympians, when they ski, you know, the World Cup, they get a reindeer as a reward. Whoever wins the race gets to take a reindeer home. Now, what they do with them, who knows? But if you look up, you know, like if you uh, if you look up any of those Olympians, Lizzie Vaughn, whoever whoever you follow, I know she's she's retired now, but Michaela Schifrin, right? You will see that she probably is the proud owner of. I see she's won a lot of those things, right? Probably the proud owner of about thirty five or forty reindeer. So I don't know what what they do with them. Maybe they just donate them back somewhere. So let's talk about Santa Claus really quick. Talk about his origins. And again, this is from A to Z Animals. While the notion of Santa Claus as a jolly elf wearing red is a relatively recent invention, a similar character has roots dating back much longer. Early Christian church leaders looking to convert pagans to their beliefs more readily decided to combine the celebration of Jesus Christ's birth with existing pagan holidays. Germanic and Nordic people uh, would often celebrate the winter solstice as a tribute to the god of the head of their pantheon. Odin and Woden, and we talked about this in the other book, Okay, this was the first thing we talked about in the other book. Odin and Woden or or, or Woden was a fatherly god and mystical hunter who would lead his warriors on a wild hunt during this time and he'd do so on the back of an eight-legged horse named Sleipner. Children would leave boots filled with hay and carrots for Sleipner and Odin was said to leave them gifts in return. Over the years, these ideas would come to merge with the Reverend St. Nicholas, and a vision of Jolly St. Nicholas would start to form in the public consciousness. Now, when did Santa's reindeer first appear? While characters resembling Santa Claus would circulate throughout the world in the centuries that followed, the notion of a sleigh pulled by reindeer wouldn't become prominent until this 19th century. It was at this time that America and England were both experiencing a renaissance of Christmas celebrations after a period of puritanical opposition to the holiday. Washington Irving referenced Santa Claus riding over the tops of trees in that self-same wagon in 1812 with no reference to seeds pulling the wagon. And you talk nine years later now. The first known association between reindeer and Santa appeared in a poem entitled A New Year's Present. See, I told you. The unnamed deer are mentioned briefly and only in a single line. just dropped down. Thank you very much. The name of the author remained anonymous, but the poem's publisher revealed that the author had learned of reindeer thanks to his mother passing down indigenous stories of the creatures. So that's your first appearance of reindeer. Two years later, and you're going to like this, the mythology of the reindeer expanded. The poem, The Night Before Christmas, was written by Professor Clement Clark Moore. Originally written as a story to entertain his daughters, Moore was initially hesitant to submit it to a publisher out of concerns that it was too silly. In fact, he kept his authorship of the poem a secret for decades out of concern that it would besmirch his reputation as a professor of ancient languages but the poem would soon become a hit and these eight reindeer would remain the recognized members of Santa Claus's crew for well over a century. Now, the identity of Santa's original reindeer, here we go. In the night before Christmas, uh, originally identified eight re- reindeer that led Santa Claus's sleigh every holiday. And while the poem uh, gendered the reindeer as males, biology tells us, And this is this I found really interesting. That that couldn't be the case. Male reindeer shed both large amounts of body weight and their antlers after after mating season, and that coincidentally falls right before winter. Only female reindeer would have the antlers and the stamina to pull a sleigh with one jolly fat man during the deepest days of winter. See that woman power. To give them more distinct personalities, the names seem to be chosen as much for how they fit within the rhythm of the poem as a means to provide deeper personality. Many of the names are derived from German. German. Dasher is actually drawn from the German word for pursemaker. Donner and Blitzen, sometimes written as Dunder and Blixum, come from the German phrase for thunder and lightning. These are the eight original reindeer as they appeared in Clement Moore's poem. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen. Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. No Rudolph yet. Now we skip the Rudolph. While other authors would try to establish their own mythology surrounding the reindeer, it would take over a century for another reindeer to be added to the roster and recognized on a global level. Despite being named as the most famous reindeer of all, and the song named after him, Rudolph the red Ranger was actually the result of a suave advertising campaign. Soda manufacturer Coca-Cola had found great success in the 1920s by releasing holiday ads that featured jolly old St. Nick drinking their brand of soda. Chicago department store Montgomery Ward saw the potential of a Christmas campaign for drumming up business, and they commissioned copywriter Robert L. May to create a character who who they could feature in free coloring books that were given out to kids. The character May designed worked partly because it came from a personal experience, with May drawing from his own experiences, being pulled as a child to envision a lonely reindeer whose unique glowing nose offered a way to save Christmas. The character, along with the poems that Ward wrote about him, became a major hit. In the Decades that followed, would receive a song, a movie, and countless other types of merchandise. Far from being just the holiday spokesperson for the local department store, Rudolph actually became the most famous reindeer of all. Despite attempts to introduce members of Rudolph's family, including a brother named Rusty and a son called Robbie, none have reached nearly the level of famous Rudolph. The truth. The true origin of Santa's reindeer is a mix of ancient mythology and swamp marketing, but it's the inherent power of these creatures that manage to continue to hold our imagination. Their prolific distribution throughout the global tundras and their natural athletics and grace has made them a recurring presence throughout the countless mythologies. But the reindeer of the real world is just as fascinating. So the... There you go. That was by um, Krishna Maxwell. And that, once again, that is for A to Z animals. We're going to move on. I tell you, I told you I learned a lot about these reindeer. We're going to go through now and we're going to talk about the names of the reindeer and what they mean. And they, they do have meanings. And let me get this thing going. And here's the song. All right. There we go. All right. Let me get this up. This is kind of faded, so I'm trying to read this. And this is coming from Snow Magazine. Ski Snow Ski Holidays Magazine. Online. What are Santa's reindeer called? Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm just popping back in the stream right? Okay. So let me get back in here. What are Santa's reindeer called? We all know Rudolph. But what are the names of the rest of Santa's faithful reindeer? They are, in fact, eight original Christmas reindeer, as detailed by the famous poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas. Column renowned was the night before Christmas. Now, here we go. The names of Santa's reindeer. Let me enlarge this so I can see this bad boy. Okay. Dasher. Dasher gets his name because he is the fastest reindeer of the whole pack. He used to be lead reindeer, but was replaced by Rudolph because he kept going too quickly and the rest of the group couldn't keep up. He first caught Santa's eye as a young calf when he challenged all the older reindeer to a race and comfortably beat them all. Every day since, he has not stopped trying to race the other reindeer, which really gets on their nerves because they all know he's going to win. Because of his natural speed, Dasher can get a bit complacent and often doesn't turn up to slave riding training. So Santa sometimes has to tell him off. Nice. Get this over now a little bit. See, I learned all this stuff. This is really cool to see this because this is stuff you don't see. Dasher. The reindeer with the most flair and elegance. Ever since Dancer could walk, all he wanted to do was dance. Constantly putting on performances for the other reindeer, Dancer was even offered a contract to perform on Broadway. (laughs) But his ultimate dream was to work for Santa and to help deliver presents on Christmas Christmas Eve. Along with his twin brother, Prancer, he studied hard at the Reindeer Aviation Academy in Lapland, see, back to Lapland, in order to graduate with his Christmas wings and achieve his ambition. Prancer Just like his twin brother, Prancer is a supremely graceful and majestic reindeer, except he is all too aware of it. Every Christmas Eve, Santa Claus has to drag him away from preening himself in the mirror and polishing his his horns to go and deliver the presents on time. Prancer and Dancer are tied next to each other in the pack so that Dancer can keep an eye on his easily distracted twin brother. Vixen. Voted as Reindeer Monthly's most beautiful reindeer of all time, Vixen always attracts a lot of attention from male reindeer. Cupid, in particular, is totally besotted with her prettiness and elegant flying style. It's no secret that Vixen enjoys this interest, however, as she is known as a notorious flirt and will flutter her long eyelashes at anyone to get her way. Don't we know people like that, right? Comet. Comet's the strongest of all the reindeer and is known for being a stubborn but loyal member of the team. He was named after the enormous comet which flew through the skies at the same moment he was born, which would foretell Comet's future as a famous flying reindeer. Cupid. Cupid is the most romantic and passionate of all the reindeer. Born on Valentine's Day, Cupid has taken it upon himself to act as a matchmaker amongst the Lapland Reindeer. But unfortunately, he's not been as successful as with his own love life as he has with others. Like celebrity couple Rudolph and Zoe. Ah, Zoe, there's a new one for you. I knew nothing about a Zoe. Madly in love with Vixen, he's constantly trying to impress her although Santa had to separate the two of them since Cupid kept flying into obstacles as he was unable to take his eyes off of her. Donner. Sometimes known as Donder and Dunder. Donder's name means thunder and she is not a reindeer to be messed with. Married to Blitzen, they are the mum and dad of the reindeer group and have to discipline the younger ones if they step out of line. Donner looks after the others from the others from making sure their homes are clean. They're cooking hearty meals before their long journeys and distributing presents. See, it's interesting because, you know, that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer movie, Donner is a male. Just like in the Santa Claus movies with, with Disney, Donner is a male. So this is interesting. Blitzen. Husband to Donner. Blitzen is the bravest member of the team. Never one to back down or give up in the face of an adversity. He encourages the rest of the team, even though the toughest, even through the toughest storms, to make sure that they successfully deliver those presents on time for Christmas morning. His name means lightning. Some people say because he has been struck so many times, and together with Donner, they make a formidable couple that are the backbone of the magnificent bunch. Brings this back to Rudolph. Off is the youngest and most famous of all the reindeer. This isn't true anymore, and I'll tell you why. Universally celebrated for his heroics in the storm of 1939. How he was born with his legendary bright red nose, no one knows, but children all over the world are very glad he was, and he has led the team through many wintry nights as a shining beacon. At first, Dasher wasn't very happy to have been replaced as a lead reindeer. But after seeing how well Rudolph could guide the sleigh through even the thickest fog, he was quickly won over and only too happy to act as second-in-command. How many reindeer does Santa have? Traditionally, Santa's sleigh is pulled by eight, as in the 1823 poem, A Visit from St. Nicholas. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer, now Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. Rudolph was introduced to the pack in 1939 in a famous story of stormy weather and heroism. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, a small, young reindeer with bright, luminous red nose, Rudolph was teased by the others for being different, and they didn't allow him to join in with all their fun activities. However, one Christmas Eve, the weather was so foggy that the reindeer kept getting lost and couldn't give out all of Santa's presents. Santa spotted Rudolph's bright nose and asked him to lead the sleigh as a guiding light for all the others to follow through with the blizzard. Rudolph agreed and Santa managed to give out all the presents successfully. Christmas Day was saved and Rudolph returned a hero. In modern times, Santa is recognized as having nine reindeer. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. Rudolph and the rest of the pack are usually busy around Christmas time. But for the chance to meet their friends to go on a magical sleigh ride, okay. Like I said, Lapland in Finland, that's where you want to be. Okay. And why do some people think there's more than nine reindeer? And this was interesting because my father always made a joke out of that song, and this is what this is about. You know, um and as we get this my my father, yeah, it was insane. Brad L Frank Bombs, here we go. 1902 story, The Life and Adventure of Santa Claus, includes ten completely different reindeer names. Flossy and Glossy, Racer and Pacer, Fearless and Peerless, Ready and Steady, Feckless and Speckless. So the guy that wrote The Wizard of Oz wrote a Santa Claus story. Another common misconception is that there's a tenth reindeer called Olive. After mishearing the line, all of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names, in the famous Roof song. So Olive. Now the way I heard it was from my dad. Was that it was called Olaf. Olaf the other reindeer. But see here it says Olive. So yeah. Olive the other reindeer. Used to laugh and call them names. So that's kinda, that was kind of cool to find out. Okay. So let me uh, move on here. I told you there was a lot of information. On these things. So what have we got? Okay, so we're gonna talk about reindeer themselves for a few minutes here. And let me get up here. And this is from Wide Open Country magazine. Where Santa's reindeer names come from and other facts about his sleigh team that you never knew. So let's go ahead and do this. Let me blow, let me enlarge this sucker. Okay, so we might hear information we talked about before. We might hear new information, so we're going to find out here. But like I said, there's a ton of information out there about these reindeers, so we're going to read. And look at me wearing my my glasses and I read this. Well, this one, I can actually see, so we're going to go this way, because I'm vain. We know the lineup of Sandus Reindeer more or less by heart. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donder, Blitzen, and of course, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. But have you ever wondered who initially gave these legendary animals their names? Santa's reindeer play a prominent role in every classic Christmas movie centered around Santa Claus. But there's an interesting story behind his team and of holiday helpers. While we'd love to believe Santa himself named his reindeer, the sleigh-pulling team as we know it, and the con. The concept of Santa's sleigh in general was actually popularized and we know this by Clement Clark Moore's uh, poem A Visit from St. Nicholas More rapid than eagles, as course as they came and he whistled and shouted and called them by name now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen, on Comet, on Cupid on Dunder and Blitzen to the top of the porch to the top of the wall now Dash away, Dash away, Dash away all you might have noticed some difference in the original text from the reindeer you know. For instance, the last two reindeer are called Dunder and Blixem, which means thunder and lightning in Dutch. A few decades later, in an 1860s version of the poem, they were renamed Donder, also spelled Donner, and Blitzen. Rudolph wouldn't be out of the team until 39, when he was created by Robert L. May for a coloring book, right? We need to sell at Montgomery War Department stores. Over the years, Santa's reindeer have solidified themselves in holiday traditions and lore, so much so that a lot of people are surprised to learn that reindeer are in fact real. If you're curious about both the real life and fictional origins of Santa's famous slaveholders, here are a few other little known facts about reindeer that might surprise you. You've probably heard about reindeer in the wild before, just not in the context of Santa's sleigh team. Reindeer are caribou, and caribou are actually the same species, but they have different names depending on how domesticated they are. The so-called wild reindeer that roam around the cold climates of Siberia are referred to as caribou, while the reindeer that pull sleds are raised as livestock in Scandinavia are referred to as reindeer. While they absolutely cannot fly, they can run. Some caribou can reach speeds up to 48 miles per hour, giving Santa's sleigh a real run for its money. While a visit from St. Nicholas may have put Santa's reindeer on the map, it wasn't the first time that animals were named as his official sleigh pullers. The first ever recorded reference was an 1821 Schiller's poem that had an accompanying illustration showing Santa's sleigh being pulled by a single unnamed reindeer. Decades after the world became familiar with Santa's reindeer team, Wizard of Oz, author, and we talked about this a little while ago, Frank Baum attempted to add two more players to the mix and change up all the names. In his story, The Life and Adventures of Santa Claus, Santa's reindeers we'll go over that again, flossy, glossy, racer, pacer, reckless, spe- spe- speckless, fearless, peerless, ready and steady. At least they all rhyme. Despite the, de- the dedication by rhyming, those names never quite stuck. All right, we talked about Santa's rangers being female, so we don't have to talk about that. We're going to skip that. This is interesting here in that Rudolph's red nose isn't a myth. Okay, And the story of Rudolph, his glowing red nose is viewed as a potential hazard or a sign of something wrong, but in reality, Rudolph's nose is actually a survival mechanism. A 2012 study found that reindeer in Arctic regions such as Alaska, Canada, Greenland, Russia, and Scandinavia have an increased amount of blood vessels in their noses to help regulate body temperature and extremely cold temperatures. When they're running and working hard, such as maybe pulling a massive sleigh filled with toys from the entire world, these vessels help regulate their body temperature and supply food throughout their bodies. These results, this is a quote, These results highlight the intrinsic physiological properties of Rudolph's legendary luminous red nose, writes one of the study's authors. Quote, The blood vessels help to protect it from freezing during sleigh rides and to regulate the temperature of the reindeer's brain. Factors essential for flying reindeer pulling Santa's sleigh under extreme temperatures. Quote. But not all reindeer have this trait, which is why Rudolph's nose makes him special. And before you ask, his nose probably doesn't light up like a bulb. In in most cases, the vessels are more visible in cold weather. And can give off a slight red appearance. All right, so that was that article. I tell you, there's all—I mean, the information is in this. Now let's talk about the reindeer again because there's one more reindeer. And uh, this came up in the Disney the Disney movie, The Santa Claus. The interesting thing is, um, once this reindeer appeared, you never saw him again. You know, even like was there? There was that fourth movie, wasn't there? Maybe not. Well, the three movies or four. I forget. I know this one was in the third movie. And the whole plot about that movie is crazy. Because uh, somehow Jack Frost gets control of the North Pole. And Santa of course has to save it. And I think it was the second or third movie. And Santa has to save, has to save the North Pole. And there's no reindeer available except one reindeer that flies and crashes, and his name is Chet. It's supposed to be just a baby. Maybe maybe a few months old or whatever. So Santa has to has to fly Chet and he, to the point that he has to fly him solo like he's riding a horse and try to get, get his sleigh back and stuff, so he does that. And Chet's like bobbing and weaving all over the place, and Disney, of course, made Chet really cute and all this. So, anyway, Santa saves the day and Chet gets to gets to lead the sleigh, so disney did introduce a new reindeer named chet but again you don't see him and i think in the movie after i don't think you see him and in the tv series of the santa claus you don't see him but chet is a thing and he's actually one of Santa's newest reindeer okay we're on wikipedia right now i just switched over to wikipedia so we can take a look at some of these some of these names so let me get into wikipedia Whoops, let's go that way. Okay, so I'm just going to skip around here because we know we we talked about a lot of this stuff. So let's see what we got in here, if there's anything different. See, again, even in Wikipedia, the first appearance was a single reindeer. Uh, Alfred Rowe's book. Uh, Let's see. Well, that was quick, so we're off of Wikipedia. (laughs) That didn't take long. So now we're in this book, uh, com. Reindeer names. So we're gonna go one by one with the reindeer, and we're gonna talk about them because different different articles have different versions of, of, of the reindeer names. So we're gonna go we're gonna go article by article here. Yeah, let's see what we got. There we go. Have a little drink here. Excuse me. We all know Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen. We know Comrade and Donder, and Blitzen. And again, this is from the, this is from com by Chris Baker. Let me make sure I the name right. Yeah, by Chris Baker. So we'll start again. We all know Dasher, Dancer, and Prancer, and Vixen. We know Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen, and yeah, we know Rudolph. But just how well do you know them? Okay. The roots of Santa's mystical flying chauffeurs date back nearly two centuries to a poem that first appeared upstate New York. Their names have evolved, as have some of their attributes. Okay, so let's move up here and. Get this. Here's a brief history of Santa's eight reindeer and the diseases of other reindeer. So this is where it gets going. This is from the Troy Sentinel. The 1923 poem A Visit from St. Nicholas first introduced the concept of the modern day Santa and his reindeer. Today the poem is better known as "Was the Night Before Christmas. That poem originally appeared anonymously in the Troy Sentinel, a daily paper in Troy, New York in a town near Albany. It referred to to a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer. A visit became the basis for much of modern Christmas lore, and its details about St. Nicholas and his reindeer would go on to be the subject of countless songs and literary works. The total number of standard reindeer grew to nine more than a century later, when the most famous reindeer of all joined the fray. Rudolph was first introduced in 1939, in a children's book by Robert L. May. The Red-Nosed Reindeer was canonized in, popu- in, in, in the popular 1949 song by Gene Autry, and again in a self-titled stop-motion animation film in 1964. See, we watch that film every year, right? Now let's talk about Dunder and Blixem. Their names are the names of most of the reindeer have remained unchanged from the original 1823 poem, with the exception of those last two. Thunder and Blixum. The change in subsequent years to Donner and Blitzen has become the cause of an authorship controversy over the anonymous poem. American poet and theology professor Clement Seymour first took credit for the poem. In 1836, a reprint of the poem cited him as the author. Some scholars, however, now believe a Dutch New Yorker named Henry Livingston wrote the poem. Here's why. Moore reprinted the poem in an 1844 collection of works in which he altered the last two reindeer names to, Don, to, to Donder and Blitzen, from the original Dunder and "blixem." Dunder and Blixum is a Dutch expression that means thunder and lightning. While Livingston spoke Dutch, Moore spoke German. The 1844 reprint changes blixum to Blitzen. The latter is German, word for lightning, while the former is Dutch. The change of, de, of Dunder to Donner was likely an error that more failed to notice when he reprinted the poem. Since he didn't speak Dutch, right? eventually Donner became Donner, which is the German word for thunder. Now we'll talk all the other reindeer. See, there's all kinds of meanings out there of these reindeer. The eight original reindeer and Rudolph have become the accepted slave pulling team for Santa. But popular culture is littered with additional reindeer here are some of the lesser known ones okay we talked about frank baum the wizard of oz author and chintenegro native named 10 reindeer in his own, so the life and of santa claus so we talked about them we talked about flossy glossy racer pacer fearless fearless ready and steady uh feckles and speckles speckles feckles is speckles bob dylan's presidential reindeer look at that bob dylan in 2009, a rendition of Must Be Santa, Dylan rattles off eight presidents among his listing of reindeer. Now, I didn't know this. Okay, I'm just seeing this right now. So in 2009, rendition of Must like, Must Be Santa, Dylan rattles off eight presidents amid his listing of reindeer. Eisenhower, Kennedy, Johnson, Nixon, Carter, Reagan, Bush, and Clinton. That's pretty cool. I'm going have to watch that video. Remember that, that's Bob Dylan. Ray Stevens' Bumpkin Reindeer, in <laughs> 1962, comedy country jingle. Santa Claus is watching you. Stevens names his troupe of Bumpkin Reindeer. In addition to the original eight, Bruce, Marvin, Leon, Cletus, George, Bill, Slick, Dewrite, Fred, Ace, Clyde, Blackie, Queen, Prince, Spot, and Rover. That's kind of cool. Oh, here's South Park. You guys, big fans of South Park. In the 2002 episode, "Red Slay Down, Santa's Santa's Slay is shot down with a rocket-propelled grenade and his reindeer are killed. That prompts the arrival of his backup squad, Steven and Fluffy and Horace and Chantel, Skippy and Rainbow and Patches and Montel. Okay. See all these reindeer. Shadrack, the Black Reindeer. The Black Reindeer from Loretta Lynn's 1974 song was the fastest of them all. Leroy, the Redneck Reindeer. I actually saw this video. It's very funny. In Joe Diffie's 1995 country song, Rudolph catches a a cold and has to call his cousin Leroy to fill in. Leroy lives in the sticks, wears overalls, and drives a pickup truck. That's cool. Here's Olive again. We come back to Olive. In 1997, Vivian Walsh and J. Otto Siebold brought to life Olive, the other reindeer, in the children's book. Taken from an often misheard lyric from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Olive is, in fact, a Jack Russell Terrier. That's cool, I can tell you they're smart. The story was enough to prompt the Simpsons creator, Matt Groening and others, to make the 1999 animated film Olive, The other reindeer. See, I'll have to watch this later on tonight. Max. Oh, yes, Max. Who could forget Max? In the Dr. Seuss classic, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the title character straps an antler and a red nose on his dog, Max, during his late-night caper in the Whoville. That's right. Tundra. Last but not certainly least is former Sarah Cruz reindeer. Sarah Cruz reindeer, Tundra who now lives with the herd in the Buffalo Zoo. The little guy spent years waiting patiently at the Raymond Difford Zoo for a call to the North Pole. So far nothing. Okay, so again, there's no mention, and I don't know when this article was written, but there's no mention of Chet. (laughs) But uh, Chet does exist. At least in disney lore it exists so now let me pop in here and this is um i don't even know who this is okay again we're looking at the names of santa's reindeer let's see if there's anything different in this one let me pop this up so this is going to go into more deeper meaning and i thought this was kind of cool because what, what what do your names actually mean? Because names do mean folklore names, you know? So we're going to go in there. Each name has specific meaning, reflecting the individual character and the role they play in the team that pulls Santa's slate. Try to remember what site this was. and I just want to make sure because I don't want to, you know, get in trouble. So let me do this real quick. Okay. It's a namesoftheyear.com. Because that's one thing I don't want to do is get involved with these people. So let's talk about Donner. Of oh, Dasher. Dasher. Name meaning implies speed and energy. Character. Dasher is known for his swift movements, being one of the fastest reindeer. Dancer. Name meaning. Conjures images of gracefulness and rhythm. Character. True to her name, dancer moves with a graceful poise often associated with rhythmic dancing and prancing. Prancer. Suggests a lively and spirited action. Character. Prancer embodies a jubilant and spirited demeanor and a t- with a tendency to prance elegantly. Vixen. The term Vixen traditionally denotes a female fox, suggesting cleverness. Vixen brings a bit of mischievous charm to Santa's team, often seen as playful. Comet. Named after the celestial body, implying brilliance and speed. Comet shines for his peerless speed, much like a celestial namesake darting across the sky. Cupid. name meaning. Named after the Roman god of love, indicates affection and warmth. Reflection of love and happiness. Cupid is known for spreading joy and warmth. Donder or Donner. name meaning. Deriving from the Dutch word thunder. Donner was known... Donner, who's also known, Donder, who's also known as Donner, adds the strength and power of thunder to the reindeer team. Blitzen, German for lightning, indicative of swift motion. Character, Blitzen embodies the intensity of, and swiftness of lightning, providing a, birth, a burst of speed. And Rudolph, name meaning noted for his glowing red nose that cuts through the fog and darkness like a guiding light. Rudolph is arguably the most famous of Santa's reindeer, leading a pack with his unique bright nose providing elimination and guidance. And remember, before Rudolph became a household name, Santa's sleigh was traditionally powered by a reindeer. Each one, um, each one is known for its unique personality and vital role in guiding Santa's sleigh On Christmas Eve. Here's the original team: Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid, Donder, Blitzen. The eight reindeer have been immortalized. Of course, we know that in the poem of St. Nicholas*, and to this day, they remain the fundamental part of Christmas tradition. So, as you hang your stockings by the chimney with care, take a moment to acknowledge the timeless journey made by these beloved members of Santa's team. So, yeah. So, there you have it. What is this? Hang on. There's one more thing here I'm looking. Let me look at this really quick. Okay. Anyway, so, yeah, we went through all that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> So there you have it. There is the history of Santa's reindeer. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Like I said, there's so much information out there about them. Some of that was, you know, was repeated and whatnot. But there's just so much information out there about them that it, it boggles the mind, you know, about about the whole thing with the reindeer. And like I said, none of this, they're going to have to update these things because you got to get poor Chip mixed in there too. Because Chip, you know, Chip was a huge star with Disney and uh, yeah all that good stuff so let's talk about the next couple days and what's going to happen uh tomorrow the plan is we're going to go live we're going to be broadcasting live from old, from old sacramento and we're going to be attending the theater of lights now there's two shows there uh but the, it draw, it tends to draw a really huge crowd so my producer my line, one of my producers is going to be going out there with me and it just depends you know what the parking situation is as to whether or not we're going to go live at the first show or the second show, because sometimes you get down there and you can't park at all, and I've, I've been there, done that with that, you know, where I've gone round, round and round and round and not been able to park. So hopefully, we will get to park and get on, get on the first show. I'm hoping for the first show so we can be on by right no later than seven p.m. Pacific. So that's that's the hope. Otherwise, it'll be eight p.m. Pacific. Uh, stuff that's featured there is we're going to get to meet mark you, know, you get to meet Mark Twain uh, the night before Christmas is told in a very unique way it's fun it's, you know there's there's lighting and all kinds of stuff that, that they really they put into this and each year this event gets it's better and better there's a ferris wheel there for folks you know and they they, they sell um, snacks balloon snacks you can get uh, roasted roasted chestnuts i think you, you can also get uh, roasted uh, almonds that have cinnamon on them. they're really really good really great snack so we're going to be doing that tomorrow okay and uh, this should be interesting lots of christmas carols they've got a beautiful tree there so that's what we're going to be covering tomorrow and then um friday again we're back here with uh, medium Nancy mats uh, we're going to be continuing our story about ghost and or pol- I mean, our story, our show about ghosts and poltergeists. This Saturday night, we're going to do the cruise. We're going to do the Fabulous 40 Cruise. And my poor, uh, my poor producer has to uh, have her hand out the window with the cell phone so you guys can get a look at all the Christmas lights and stuff. So that's going to be happening Saturday. And then Sunday, there might be something going on that I'm trying to make arrangements to get the permission to attend. I'm, I mean, I'm going to be there regardless, so I might as well share it with you guys. So uh we'll see how that goes. And so that might be a live thing too. So it's gonna be busy the next few days for us and all that good stuff. So what I'm gonna do, because I'm going to head over to TikTok and get things ready in the other studio to build another gingerbread house, I'm gonna go ahead and cut off early tonight and uh you can join me over there at uh I think I'll start TikTok up around 810, 815 Pacific. And if you have a TikTok account, come on over and we'll start building another gingerbread house over there, okay? But uh, I, I really enjoyed talking to you guys about this, and I hope you learned a little bit about these names. Want to make sure I gave credit to all those different sources that I used. Uh, but I uh, can't wait to see you guys tomorrow. I really appreciate it. And if you like the show, share it with five people if you hated the show. Share it with five of your enemies. We're equal opportunity here at California Haunts Radio. Uh, you know, we're just trying to get the word out about our little old show. And uh, I, I really appreciate each and every one of you that have uh, worked with us and put up with this for the last four years. I got family members as well that are listening, probably listening in tonight. But I want to thank you all for coming, and I will see you either tonight at 8:15, broadcasting out of the other studio, or I'll see you tomorrow uh, for the theater, of, a live broadcast of the Theater of Lights in Old Sacramento. Have a great evening, guys. I will see you tomorrow. I will see you tonight or tomorrow. Bye.